0: Hey Christian Sex Ed family, my name is Dane Frager and today we are going to be exploring the topic, Can Demons Give You Sex Dreams? Now I wrote a chapter in my book, Christian Sex Ed, Chapter 108, it's titled Sex Dreams. And in this chapter I answer the question, if demons can give you sex dreams. So... In today's video, we are going to be exploring that topic because if you're like me, in past times, I would have these sex dreams and these sex dreams would lead me into sexual sin. It would lead me into lusting, fornicating, masturbating, watching porn, sexting. It would lead me into all these different sins because I was influenced by these sex dreams. Now, I used to wonder. I Now, I know me back then. I would do a lot of lusting throughout the day, ruminating and just thinking about women And obviously, that would be the reason why I would have those different dreams, because I was lusting all day. But there were some dreams where it felt spiritual. It felt like a spiritual attack. It didn't seem natural. I felt violated, as if hell was attacking me. So I started to wonder, could there be a reason other than myself as to why I was having these sexual dreams? Let me tell you, sexual dreams have a lot of power in them. They have the power to influence an individual into making sinful sexual decisions. And it does this by giving you a taste of your wildest fantasy in an altered state of consciousness. Um, These dreams make it feel as if it's real, like it's real life. And it's really the closest feeling to reality that some may ever get. In my book I said, it's hard to experience the orgasmic high of a wet dream or a sex dream and not be affected by it when you wake up. These dreams can then dictate your conscious actions and give birth to ungodly sexual behaviors, curiosities, fantasies, and explorations. But what's the reason behind these sex dreams? I then also surveyed some followers on Christian Sex Ed, and I asked the question, has a sex dream ever led you into sexual sin? Over 76% of my followers, in other words, over 760 people responded yes, Sexual dreams had led me into sexual sin and I received a lot of messages um, Just from people wanting to know how they can get help and what was the reason for these dreams? So I did some research and I began to find out that these dreams are not just you sometimes these dreams are actually attacks from the enemy and for some time I, I could not find any scriptural evidence proving that these dreams are from demons Until finally I came across a passage in the Bible that shows me that demons can in fact give you dreams. And I found this out by looking in the life of Job. There was something that one of Job's friends said that made me realize demons can in fact give you dreams. So a little backdrop about what's going on with Job. First the Bible, and if I look to the side it's because I'm checking out a few notes because I don't want to get anything wrong in all this information I'm going to share you. And I'm reading some stuff from my book too. Um, But first, the Bible shows us and tells us that Job was a righteous person and there was no one on the earth like him. But for the betterment of Job, God allows Job to go through some horrible, horrible things. He allows Satan really to attack his life, not kill him, but attack his life. In doing so, Satan kills some of Job's servants, his children, his livestock. He hits him with painful boils and really leaves Job in a state of tragedy, hoping that Job would curse God. That was Satan's ultimate goal. And so while while Job is mourning all that's going on, three of his friends come to mourn with him mourn with him. And there's something that one of his friends says that gets me to believe that demons can in fact give you dreams. So while Job's friends are talking to him, his friend Eliphaz tells Job about this dream that he had. Here's his dream. It says, a word came to me in a secret, a mere whisper of a word, but I heard it clearly. It came in a scary dream one night after I had fallen into a deep, deep sleep. Dread stared me in the face and terror. I was scared to death. I shook from head to foot. A spirit glided in front of me. The hair on my head stood on end. I couldn't tell what it was that appeared there. A blur. And then I heard a muffled voice. How can mere morals be more righteous than God? How can humans be purer than their creator? Why God does not even trust his own servants, doesn't even cheer his angels. This is the dream that Eliphaz was telling Job that he had. So when we break down Eliphaz's response, we see first that a word was given to Eliphaz in a scary dream during a deep sleep by a spirit that glided in front of him. This text lets us know that a spirit hijacked Eliphaz's dream and whispered this word to him. But the question is, was this spirit from God or was it from a demon? Here are a few reasons why I believe it was from a demon. One, there was nothing about this spirit that indicated it was from God. Whenever the Bible talks about a spirit being from God, it's clearly indicated. It says spirit of God, Holy Spirit, God's spirit. It says something. The second part, the second reason why I believe It was from a demon is because the spirit utters these words that indicate this message was not from God, but from a bitter demon. The spirit says this. God does not trust his own angels and has charged his messengers with foolishness. We know that the spirit spoke falsely because throughout the Bible, God does indeed trust his angels, trust his messengers. He gives them serious tasks. We see angels were used to lead Lot and his family out of Sodom and Gomorrah. We see an angel was used to tell Mary about Jesus being born. And lastly, we see an angel um, being used to seize the devil in the book of Revelation. So there's plenty of scriptures where we see angels being used and God trusting his servants. And the third reason why I believe this was a demon in the dream is because in the latter part of Job chapter 4, verse 18, the Spirit says this. It says that God charged his messengers with foolishness. That's something that only a demon would say. And it's likely that this demon was referring to uh, God kicking one-third Satan and one-third of the angels out of heaven. And if you remember, God didn't charge them with foolishness. He charged them with sin because they were wicked. But one of the main reasons why I know that it was a spirit, not of God, speaking to Eliphaz is because of God's rebuke against Eliphaz in Job chapter 42 verse 7 which says this the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite my anger burns against you and against your two friends for you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has God would have never rebuked Eliphaz's words had he been speaking on behalf of him so with all this overwhelming evidence we can see that Eliphaz's dream and interpretation of it was from a spirit that was not of God but it was from a demon with the goal to deceive Job. How did the demon hope to deceive Job? Simply by having Eliphaz believe that the dream was from God, revealing that Job was being punished because of his unrighteousness. But we know what Eliphaz was saying was contrary to what God was saying because Job was not in sin. This is what God said about Job. He said, there's no one on earth like him. He is blameless, upright, and a man who fears God and shuns Evil. This shows us that Eliphaz's dream was contrary to what God was saying and the dream could not have been from God. Instead it was a spirit of Satan or demon hoping to get Job to curse God. This shows us in fact that demons can then give us dreams, speak to us in dreams, and influence us through dreams. So with these things considered, I believe that demons have been going under the radar and attacking us in our most vulnerable state, which is sleep. And the reason that some of us have not been able to overcome them is because we don't know how or where to fight. We have no idea where our enemy is coming from. And if you don't know where your enemy is coming from, how are you ever going to be victorious in this battle against the enemy? So Satan has been going under radar with these sexual dreams, attacking people, and has been winning the battle. There has been so many people that have been led into sexual sin because of these sexual dreams. But now that we know who the enemy is, how can we fight the enemy and have freedom from sexual dreams? Before attempting to fight, we must first know that this fight is spiritual. Ephesians 6 and 12 says this, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Further reading of Ephesians 6 shows us that there is a spiritual realm where demons dwell. It's in this realm where they send off fiery darts or they send off sexual dreams and attack us. We have to be able to combat them, and Ephesians 6 gives us the answer to fighting against spiritual demons and spiritual warfare and sex dreams. We have the answer in Ephesians 6, which says this, put on the full armor of God. So this armor is broken up into six different pieces, but I want to go over three pieces real quick with you. The three pieces I want to go over is the shield of faith the sword of the spirit, and the breastplate of righteousness. These three, along with all the other three, uh, can be used to help you overcome the enemy, and in this case, overcome sexual dreams. I'm going to give you a quick breakdown of some of these um, different pieces of the armor, because sometimes we just apply the full armor of god without actually knowing what we're doing so the first piece of armor is the shield of faith which the bible says quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked one it's through our faith that god protects us with his power in other words our faith couples with god's power which activates a shield in the spirit against the fiery darts and sexual dreams from the enemy and the more we increase in faith the stronger the shield becomes and the less affected we are by satan's darts And we can grow in this faith by putting our full trust in God and using the authority He has given us over these demons. Coupled with faith, the next piece of armor is the sword of the Spirit. And according to Ephesians 6 and 17, this is the Word of God. The Word of God, Scripture says, the Word of God is alive, active, and sharper than any double-edged sword with the power to demolish the works of hell. We know this because every single time that Satan attacked or tempted Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus used the Word of God to overcome. So you have to use the Word of God and declare it over your sleep so that you can have freedom from sexual dreams. And the third piece of armor is the breastplate of righteousness. Um, In a matter of war, a soldier would be foolish if they did not wear a breastplate because a breastplate is what's used to protect your vital organs. It's the same thing spiritually that breastplate is protecting the vital parts of your spirit one arrow to your torso without this spiritual breastplate and you can succumb to the injuries and to the attacks of the enemy so it's so important and so vital that you use this full armor of God so how do we wear the breastplate of righteousness you wear it by receiving Christ and the more righteous and the more you walk in the ways of Jesus Christ, the stronger this spiritual still becomes. And lastly, I wanna tell you this, it is not always demons. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes it's ourselves. We are the culprit to the reason why we have these sexual dreams. If you input lustful things, you're going to have lustful dreams. So in other words, if you want to have free dreams that are sex-free, apply the full armor of God and fight against the enemy. But on the other side, make sure you're reading the word of God, make sure you're seeking God, make sure you're meditating, make sure you're praying, make sure you're worshiping, and just fully giving God your entire heart, and it's going to help you overcome these sexual dreams that keep leading you into sexual sin. And don't get me wrong, there are times where you will still have sexual dreams, that's just part of the fallen nature, that's just part of life. But for the most part, you will experience freedom from sexual dreams if you seek God with your entire heart and fight against the enemy. Amen? If you need help overcoming sexual sin, check out my book, Christian Sex Ed. I will see you guys soon. Please like and subscribe to this video and channel. God bless you.